Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa Kay, and our show today is called Three Ways to Use Your Gut Instinct at Work. Now, I know that you probably have heard about using your intuition and using your gut instinct in business and for work. And actually, in uh, recent interviews that I've done, um, I was asked that. How do you use your intuition in business? How does it help you? Uh, Most people call your intuition um, a gut feel, my gut feeling or my instinct or I have a have a you know feeling about that um but to me it's all intuition it's all the same thing and so your gut instinct is also your intuition and it's always giving you information and uh it's always give collecting information around you particularly about other people and that information has been unconsciously collected so we're going to talk about that today and how you can use it um and also how you might be able to benefit from turning your gut instinct on and using it to help you in your career, help you deal with your coworkers and all kinds of problems. So why don't we start with that and we can um, go through kind of what, this could, what your gut feel, gut instinct can do for you. So we're we're all social creatures. Humans are social creatures. And we've evolved a highly sensitive ability to instinctively read other people. You know, when they say, you you know, I read people well, well, this is what they mean. And when you read other people, you can tell, are they friend or foe? Will they hurt or help me? Can we work together? Or maybe we can't. Most successful business people excel at using their people skills. And if you talk to CEOs, uh, which I've had the pleasure of doing, uh, people who are very high up in their positions in companies, they're actually the most friendly, nicest people that you've ever met. And that's because they are wonderful with their relationship skills, with their people skills. And they read people really well. They know what other people are thinking. They understand what motivates people, and they can, quote, get inside someone else's head, so to speak. Now, your gut instinct knows a lot more than you do. It's picking up information, and it's storing it for you so that you can access it later, Uh, but it's collecting all of this while you're thinking about other things or doing other things. You might be in the same room with someone, and you are thereby intuitively collecting information about them. It's part of our nature and our biology to have this, quote, people radar. 
And again, we're, we're very social creatures. That's what makes us humans successful. So, of course, it's developed and evolved in our biology. Now, they say we only use about 10% of our brains. Uh, you might have heard me say that. So the question is, what, what's in that other 90%? What's happening? And, you know, we are hearing, seeing, and sensing things that don't register into our, our consciousness. And some of that information is highly valuable. And that's the information that a lot of people in, in business want to access. You know, how do they know what their gut's telling them? How do they know uh, when they're having a gut feeling? What is it? Now, maybe you've gone through this. Have you ever felt that you couldn't trust someone, but you didn't know why? And later you found out you were right? Well, that is that gut instinct. Now, so how do you figure out what your gut instinct knows? Most of us, most of that gut feeling is, um, that gut skill is, it's, it's instinctive. And you can train yourself to be more aware of that instinct, of what your intuition and your gut feeling is telling you. You can be more successful at work as well or anywhere, but, you know, certainly at work, uh, in your career, if you become very good at reading people, quote reading people and knowing what they're thinking, what motivates them, what their personality is like, uh, why they do what they do. And when you know how they work and how they think, why they do what they do, then you can work with them more efficiently and more effectively. That's why this is so important. You can even know what they think of you, but they're not telling you. So here's some of the problems that Honing your gut instinct can help you with. Um, do you ever have a problem with a coworker? You know, that, that maybe you're having a conflict with them or perhaps you just don't see eye to eye or maybe they're trying to sabotage you. Are they or are they not? We don't really know, actually. So using your gut instinct, you can find that out. Another thing you might want to use your gut instinct for is who to pick for your team or your partner. I had to take a little break there and close the door. It started to get noisy outside. Another thing you might do, say you're a salesperson. Uh, I actually was in sales and marketing, and you know the goal obviously is to make your numbers. You want to get people to sign on the dotted line, sign that contract. That was a big thing for us. Um, you know, get them to sign up. And so one of the things you can do to use your gut instinct is know when is that your customer going to buy? When are they on that edge? When are they um, going to? When they're just about to say yes but something's holding them back and you want to know what, what that point is. And you want to know what's holding them back because if you know what's holding them back, you can also help uh, get around those obstacles that they have and help allay their fears. Or hiring the right people. Here's a good one. I hired a lot of people in my career, um, but you know what? Not every gem of a potential employee will interview well. Some people are so nervous, but they turn out to be one of your best employees. How do you know that? 
And that's a big one because you only get to talk to your interviewee for a short time, even if it's an hour interview. How do you know who they are? Uh, teamwork is a great one. Seeing team problems, if you have a team that works for you, seeing the problems before they blow up, um, sensing those, knowing what they are, knowing who to talk to, knowing what your boss really means or from what he or she is telling you. What's between the lines? Help. This is what your gut instinct helps you do, get through, see through the fog. How about when to ask for a raise or a promotion? Or when not to ask for a raise or a promotion? And here's the last one. How to know when your career is at a dead end. It may not be so obvious to your thinking mind, but um, obvious to your gut instinct. And certainly um, that where your career is going, whether it's at a dead end or whether it has potential, um, it all depends on what others think of you. So now we've gone through, you know, what your intuition can do for you and really help you. The problems, those are the problems it can solve. How do we figure out what our gut is trying to tell us? Well, your gut intuition speaks in physical and emotional feelings. It might give you flashes of images or insights, and it often expresses itself through even your own actions, and I'll explain that in a minute. So here are the three ways you can use your gut instinct at work, how you can open it up and get to use it, and then if you use a good technique, you can actually get more and more information, which I'll uh, leave for you to read in my book, intuition on demand because that's where the the good stuff is but this is what you can do to start when you're at work and you want to uh, use your intuition your gut instinct so number one listen more than speak and that is to be an observer now if you're someone who likes to talk this might be a little bit difficult for you uh, but remember that what it's about is being the observer. And when you're observing, you are neutral. You're not judging. Oftentimes if we talk a lot, it's because we're thinking, we're judging, and we're deciding, and we're kind of anticipating. Well, you want to turn that off. You want to be the observer, listen. You can still listen to the content of what someone is saying, uh, but, but observe at the same time. You can Listen and observe and understand what they're saying, but just observe how they sit, how they make you feel. And that could be how they make you feel emotionally or physically. Do you feel like you want to move over or do you want to get closer? And we'll talk about that in number two. And you can also even hear more clearly the underlying meaning of what they're saying because you can pick up subtle clues that your instinct, your gut instinct, and your intuition can interpret. That's number one. So listen more than you speak. Be that observer. Number two, pay attention to your own natural body language when you're with somebody. So do you find yourself when you're you're listening, when you're in that listening more than speaking, or even when you are talking to someone, do you feel yourself leaning in toward them or do you feel that you're leaning away? Now, it might be very subtle. You might even not notice it but that's one of the things you need to do to hear what your gut is telling you is to notice these subtle little things um 
you know, are you shifting maybe away from them? Maybe you're leaning, maybe you're uh, leaning back. It could be maybe you're relaxing, but it could also be that your your gut is telling you, oh, you know, this is not someone of my alignment. This is not somebody who I feel close to or I could get close to. Does your body feel relaxed? Are you relaxed or are, are you tense? And you might find that you feel that, say, in your shoulders or your neck or it might even be in your brow, um, that's giving you some clues. Is your brow furrowed? Are you smiling? Or are your lips tense? So your actual natural body language is, is responding to information that you're getting through your gut instincts, through your intuition, that is telling you about this person. Because biologically, we are interacting with another person we're relating to them and the relationship that we are engaged in at the moment isn't all just words it's body language so certainly other people have body language that you can look at and they people read that um but then your body's also saying something too not just to them but to more to you and that was one of the things that I had discovered uh, for myself is that um, when I was working, there was, there was one situation in particular, which unfortunately I can't validate, but the, we were meeting with um, a CEO of a small software company. And for some reason, I don't know what he, you know, I, I, my body didn't want, I just, I, I didn't want to be anywhere near him. I felt myself, we were sitting in a, um, a, a small office and and he was talking at someone with him and I felt myself leaning up against the wall and kind of pressing my body further away from him into the wall as if I wanted to get away and I, I noticed that and I thought it was awfully strange and there was something about him that made me very uncomfortable and it was nothing that he said it was it was just a, a feeling that I had that um you know, that he wasn't quite uh, someone you could trust. So that's, now unfortunately I couldn't validate that, but um, I just remember it was so strong. And um, which kind of makes me, leads me to to talk about something else, which um, is that I think women tend to be more aware of these things. And I had spoken about this before, I think with... um, with someone else or on an interview and that women, because we are the smaller gender, we are physically smaller, we're physically weaker, uh, intuitively and, and instinctively, um, we have to be on alert, uh, for any danger because we're more vulnerable. So I think that all you women out there, you can use that. You can use your feminine intuition to tell you, well, is this okay or is this not? Now, it doesn't mean that you're physically in danger or that you are, um, this person is going to hurt you. It might be somebody that you can't trust or somebody that is not um, in your, you know, good for you, that you're not going to work well with. That might be your, your feminine intuition telling you that. And it might be the same feeling that you have with somebody who, um, who, you know, instinctively you just know, oh, this is somebody I shouldn't be in a room with alone. <laughs> so um, so those are, you know, tune into those feelings that you, that you uh, naturally may have 
and that you may be already aware of. So, so number two, again, was pay attention to your natural body language when you're with someone. It's going to be easier for you to pay attention to that if you're not talking all the time. Um, and so that's number one and number two. So number three is notice as someone's speaking and and as you're trying to understand what they're saying, you might get a flash of an impression. So when you're with somebody, do you get any flashes of an impression? And, the, and what does that mean? Well, a flash might be a word that pops up in your head. It might come up over and over again. Maybe a word, it doesn't seem related to anything. Um, but take note of that word because it may make sense to you later on. Or you might have an image that flashes in your mind. Now remember, your gut intuition speaks in words that um, that are just a few of them. It might be a word or two words. It might be a picture. It might be a part of a picture. And that's how it talks to you. And this intuition, this gut instinct, is not verbose. It doesn't blabber on at you. It doesn't talk and talk and talk. If you pay attention to the flashes of these impressions that come to you in a word or two, or as an image, or part of an image, you're noticing the language of your gut instinct, of your of your intuition. And these messages have valuable information that you can use. So that, that's the third one. So again, number one is listen more than speak. Be that observer. Number two, pay attention to your body language, your own body language. And number three, pay attention to those flashes of impressions that might be a word or an image that pop up in your mind. That's how you notice and use your own gut instinct. So what do you do with the little clues, the little flashes, the bits of information that your gut instinct is telling you? You have to ask it. And by using your thinking mind to talk to your gut instinct mind or your intuitive mind, you can gather and make sense of the information that it is trying to tell you. Because your gut intuition only speaks in brief words and subtle feelings and flashes of images, you will have to collect them to consciously make sense of it all. So it's going to continue to talk to you when you have a, when you ask it a question, Oh, um, you know, it might be that I, I got this feeling of leaning away and you know, you can ask your intuition, ask your gut, you know, why, why am I feeling this way? Why are you making me feel this way? And you might get an image that flashes in your head and that will tell you a little bit more. Um, you might get an inspired thought in your head. It might be a, a quick idea, and that's part of it. So the key is that you can always go to your gut instinct, your intuition, and almost like talk to it as if it's another person because your thinking mind is different from your intuitive mind, and you can actually kind of talk to it, talk to your intuitive self, and it will respond. It always does. You can ask it, and it will give you more information. And I think most people don't do that. I think they just have a feeling like I did. I don't know why this guy makes me feel like I you know, want to go through the wall and stay away from him. Um, but I, at that time, I hadn't developed my intuition, so I didn't know to ask. Uh, and I may have gotten more information. Um, so let me give you an example of where my uh, where your intuition, your instinct can actually help you, your gut instinct can help you at work. Now, this was back when I was working as a manager of a, uh, in software development. I had a large team of software development programmers. And 
um, in this instance, I was asked to take over and fix a team of developers, software developers who are working on a failing project. They wanted me to fix the project. So when I came in, the team was in disarray, and there were a lot of disgruntled programmers. Now, the software application that we were working on was a very big one. It was very important to the company. And the previous managers who were leaving and I was taking over, they told me that some of the team members were, quote, hopeless. Uh, they told me these guys caused all the trouble and they had to be removed off the team. And one programmer in particular, his name was Aaron, was singled out. And they told me Aaron was top trouble. He was a complainer. He refused to do what management asked him to do. He would get other disgruntled workers to agree with his views. He was one of those, quote, informal leaders. And if you're in business and management, you know that informal leaders are not good. They can create uh, problems. And they told me this was one of the cases of an informal leader is creating problems. And now, at the same time, he was also the most knowledgeable and the most experienced programmer on the team. He had been there the longest. So removing him would be very detrimental to the future of the application. Uh, the old managers and even some other team members told me, well, the best thing is to, you know, give Aaron a special, quote, special project. Maybe you should put him by himself. And, and, but my gut instinct told me otherwise. Now, as I did with each t team member when I took over the group, I sat down and I talked to each one, and I talked to Aaron one-on-one. -on -one. And I asked him things like, what did he like to do? Uh, what did he not like to do? What did he want to do in the future? And I also asked him what he felt would help improve the team and, and improve the, the software app. Now, all along, I sat and I listened and I observed him as he spoke. And even though he was very closed about talking at first, and he was suspicious of my intentions, eventually he relaxed. And I tried my hard, hardest, really, not to speak, and I, and I, to, I tried hard not to, pre, to prevent myself from correcting or explaining the big picture to him. I just allowed myself to see his situation through his eyes, so to speak. And I purposely let my intuition be on and be open. And instinctively, I realized he wanted just to be heard. He wanted to be respected and that he had a lot of knowledge to share and he loved to share it. My gut was telling me he could be the star of the team if I put him in the right position. So I made him the star. He was, as I told him, my right-hand guy, technically. He was my, quote, ace in the hole. I made him a mentor to others on the team. And when there was a bug that no one else could fix, I asked Aaron to help fix it. And he did. And he changed. He became the best, most valuable team member, helping others and being extremely supportive. He guided others to stay on track with the goals that I set in place, and he was the first to make sure procedurally things were done right. So my gut instinct was right. So that 
is an example of how you can use your gut instinct and actually use the three steps uh, that I, three ways that you can open your gut intuition, your gut instinct to help you when you work. And if you're a manager, it's very helpful. If you're um, just uh, someone who doesn't manage but works with others, you can do the same thing. You're always dealing with other people, and this is how your gut instinct can help you work and deal with others. If you want to learn more about how to gather those gut instinct pieces of information, maybe you get a pop here and a word there and you're not quite sure what it means, you can actually go buy my book, which t- gives you a technique to gather those things and to get more information and actually get it to be super valuable to you. It's called Intuition on Demand. If you go to intuitionondemandbook.com, you can find out how to buy it and also uh, get an 80% discount on some other online information, online courses that I teach. Um, it's a great deal. And the book is available right now on Amazon and at Barnes and Noble. So that's intuitionondemandbook.com. So, and uh, it, the book is wonderful. It's a step by step guide to powerful intuition you can trust. <laughs> I'm Lisa Kay, and you've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio, Conscious Living for Your Soul. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs>